0: China was an athlete like nobody else in the world of wrestling. Standing at almost six feet tall and a muscular 200 pounds, China rocked the wrestling industry at a time when genuine female wrestlers were rare, and she became known for taking on both men and women in the ring. China's intimidating aura captivated fans from her debut as bodyguard for D-Generation X in 1997 through to her parting ways with the company in 2001. China's personal life before and after the wrestling business was marred by sadness and pain. While wrestling provided China with a life purpose, she would eventually be betrayed by those within the business. By 2016, China's life would come to a tragic early end. From the very beginning of her life, China was surrounded by unhappiness. She was born Joni Laura to an abusive father who was a drug addict and an alcoholic. In an interview, China's mom said that she saw changes in her daughter as she reached her teenage years. China's mom tried to send her to rehab due to her increased drug use, but China resisted. It was after a fight that she packed her bags and left home to live with her dad. Her mom would never see her again. All throughout her teens, China struggled with her developing body. She was already 5 foot 11, far taller than any of her peers at school. Chyna really struggled to find acceptance amongst her classmates and felt really awkward in her skin. Chyna found it really difficult to find her calling during her teenage years. However, she did start working out and found that bodybuilding came naturally thanks to her incredible genetics. China did get into the University of Tampa, graduating in 1992 with a major in Spanish literature. She also studied French and German and she could converse fluently in either language. China already had a distrust for men and that was only extended further after she was raped by two other students after getting drunk at a college party. After college, China floundered finding it really difficult to decide on a path in life. Her goal initially was to eventually join the FBI, and she joined the Peace Corps in Costa Rica, where she became a literacy teacher. China would embark on a string of unfulfilling jobs thereafter, including as a cocktail waitress in a gentleman's club and even delivering singing telegrams. She tried her hand at car sales and began training as a flight attendant, but nothing really brought her happiness. That was apart from working out at the gym. In the mid-90s, she decided to move in with her sister Kathy in New Hampshire and the pair would start training at the gym together. That's where China would meet Jerry, a personal trainer, and they started dating. It seemed as though they were made for each other as they would hit the gym six days a week with Jerry waking her up at 4.30 in the morning. The couple would push each other all the time and it wasn't long before China was 185 pounds of pure muscle. While China entered into fitness competitions, she found that to be unfulfilling too. One late night, she was lying on the sofa contemplating her future, channel surfing, when she happened upon wrestling on TV. She was immediately taken in by the bright lights and the cheering crowd. With the entertainment side of wrestling appealing to her, she knew immediately. That she wanted to try it out hall of famer killer kowalski was china's local trainer and she decided to give him a call he agreed to train her for two thousand dollars her then boyfriend jerry would later say from the minute we walked through that door he couldn't stop staring at Joni. he had this look in his eyes like she's different she's special it was the weirdest chemistry i've ever seen he just knew China took to training like a duck to water. She picked up the fundamentals of wrestling incredibly quickly, training alongside almost exclusively men, and she would be bruised, battered, and exhausted after every single session, but she absolutely loved every second of it. Her first pro match came in 1995 when she wrestled a man dressed as a woman, as Kowalski couldn't find another woman for China to wrestle. But it was a meeting with a pair of influential WWE wrestlers that would set China on a path to wrestling superstardom. China went to a WWE show in Massachusetts in January 1997. After the event, she waited for an hour outside the locker room and bumped into Triple H and Shawn Michaels. China immediately bonded with Triple H, who was from the same hometown and was also, coincidentally, trained by Killer Kowalski. Immediately impressed by China's size, they ended up watching tapes of her matches back at the hotel. Both Michaels and Triple H, who were part of the Degeneration generation X tag team on screen, were convinced that they wanted her to join them as their on-screen bodyguard going forward. Her boyfriend at the time, Jerry, would say she came home that night and never slept. We knew her life was about to change. She was so excited and also a little scared. Michaels and Triple H went back to Vince McMahon and started lobbying for China. However, McMahon was initially unconvinced. McMahon maintained that the wrestling business was a man's business and he didn't think that the fans would buy a woman as their bodyguard and he believed they certainly wouldn't want to see a woman beating up on the men. China anxiously sat at home and waited for the call. In her 2001 autobiography, she claims that she was also approached by WCW at the time, who wanted her to be the sole female member of the Red Hot New World Order faction. She verbally agreed to the offer from WCW, but then she met up with Shane McMahon, who offered her a contract to come and work for WWE. Vince McMahon had bowed from the pressure being placed on him by Triple H and Shawn Michaels. With Shawn Michaels being his most valuable player at the time, the tendency was for him to get his own way. And so, China came on board. She went from being at home to being on the road full-time within 24 hours. Her life was irreversibly changed forever. On the road, Chyna travelled with Shawn Michaels and Triple H and it wasn't long before she started an intense relationship with Hunter. Almost everyone agreed that the new couple were just perfect for each other. Neither Hunter or Chyna drank or did drugs at that point, unlike most of the other talents who were drinking and popping pills after every show and they bonded over that. In an interview, one of China's closest friends said that Hunter loved her just the way she was and China finally felt like she was being accepted. She would later say that he was the love of her life and was totally loyal to him. In fact, China was the happiest she'd ever been in her entire life. She'd found the acceptance that she'd never found in her teens. In the locker room of WWE, she found her surrogate family. The other wrestlers were like brothers to her. China debuted on screen as an unknown assailant choking out Goldust's valet Marlena in an incredible visual while Jim Ross exclaimed, Who the hell is that? Is that a woman? The first year for China in the company wasn't all plain sailing however, with Jim Ross later saying that China rubbed a lot of the management up the wrong way by trying to dictate her booking. She was adamant that she exclusively wanted to wrestle men. A large portion of the fan base would also jeer China due to her masculine looks which really affected her confidence. She felt pressure to surgically alter her appearance and so China had her jaw enhanced to look more feminine. Eventually Vince McMahon came round to China due to their similar interests in bodybuilding and eventually he also came round to the idea of her wrestling men. Thanks to her physique and newfound confidence along with some smart booking it was totally believable for China to wrestle and defeat the male superstars on the roster and she even went on to be the first and only woman to win the Intercontinental Championship. By 1999, China's popularity had skyrocketed and she crossed over into the mainstream and became a spokesperson for the company. This increased level of fame felt incredible for China as she was more empowered than she'd ever felt in her entire life, but it wasn't without its pressures. In a later interview, she would admit that she felt incredible pressure representing women everywhere in the male-dominated world of wrestling. As time went on, the relationship between China and Triple H started to become strained. They'd bought a house together and were dedicated to eventually settling down, but they disagreed about children. He wanted them and she didn't. The relationship had been rock solid up until this point, and China had trusted Hunter implicitly. Vince Russo was the WWE lead writer at the time. He said that he'd never gone directly to China to discuss her work, instead, he would talk to Triple H. He was kind of like her manager. In an on-screen storyline, Triple H married Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon's daughter, and this would be the beginning of the end for his relationship with China. Vince Russo said, It was an unravelling, and it was an unravelling that she never recovered from. As the on-screen storyline between Stephanie and Hunter progressed, they became closer together in real life and Triple H started flirting with Stephanie. China's suspicions began to grow, and eventually she confronted Hunter. She found a love letter from Stephanie to Triple H dated back a full year, with China forever wounded from the betrayal. By Triple H. He broke her heart. From a career standpoint, China was in deep trouble too. Through no fault of her own, she was in an almost impossible position as the ex-girlfriend of the boss's daughter's new boyfriend and she suspected that her days in the company were numbered. When China's contract expired, there was no offer of renewal despite her being the women's champion at the time. She was advised that she wasn't being rehired by Fax. And, as is usually the case in WWE, it was like she'd been erased from history. While China believed that her contract was not renewed due to her situation with Triple H, there were also other factors at play backstage. Her relationship with Vince McMahon had become strained over the past few months, with then head of talent relations Jim Ross later confirming that China had demanded at least a guaranteed offer of $1 million in her next contract, which was simply never going to happen. Earlier in the year, she'd argued with McMahon over an offer from Playboy magazine to pose nude. McMahon made it clear to China that if she wanted to win a championship, then she shouldn't take Playboy up on the offer of a cover and pictorial. Vince McMahon would normally be gung-ho for something like this, but at the time, he was under pressure from a Christian family group and didn't want any more Heat from them. McMahon felt that having his biggest female superstar naked in a magazine wouldn't really help matters. In any case, China decided to go ahead and do the photo shoot anyway. Later, China would say that she made more money from the Playboy gig than she did in five years in WWE. Thanks to increased pressure from outside groups, McMahon had also backtracked on China wrestling men in recent months. China was unhappy about being squeezed into the so-called Divas Division with its mix of semi-competent wrestlers and swimsuit models. All of these factors combined led to her no longer being part of the company. Overnight, China lost her chosen family and was back on her own out in the world. With hopes of developing an acting or wrestling career outside of WWE, China moved to California. Her attempts to break into Hollywood were mostly unsuccessful, appearing in a string of low-budget B-movies, and then she started to panic about her future. In the months after leaving WWE, China developed a heavy drink problem and massive anxiety. Sean Waltman, also known to wrestling fans as X-Pac, arrived on her doorstep one day. He too had been cast loose by the wrestling business in 2002 thanks to his own substance abuse issues and they found solace in each other, striking up a relationship despite being absolutely terrible for each other. As China failed to find work in California, she decided to move to Japan where she briefly found a new lease of life in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Walkman decided to go with her. The bosses in New Japan were extremely generous to China, booking her in matches against men. And the Japanese fans really took to her. They adored her. Famously, she wrestled Japanese legend Masahiro Chono in a very close match. In an interview, Chono would later say, Normally my wife would never watch wrestling, even if it's mine. Just on that day, she wanted to come to the show. Later on, I asked who she was actually cheering for. She was totally cheering for Joni. It was one of the harder matches I've ever done. China would later say that the match against Chono was one of her greatest ever achievements. Sean Waltman carried coke and meth with him to Japan and China would get dragged into the drug cycle with him while they were overseas. As China became embroiled in substance abuse issues, she became sloppy, not showing up on time for her bookings with New Japan, and so they released her from a contract. The pair went back to America and released a pair of homemade porn videos, although China would later claim to have been screwed over by the distributors and to have made no money, despite selling more than 100,000 copies. China would later be charged with physically assaulting Walkman, and the relationship broke down. China's sister was seriously concerned for her, saying that China was in a constant downward spiral, Totally in denial about her drink and drugs problem, China would refuse her sister's help to take her to rehab and she stormed out. That was the last time they would ever see each other. China was totally alone in the world, still in a tailspin that would only be made worse by moving to Las Vegas. Her friends would later say that it was the worst place in the world for China to live. Fast running out of money, China agreed to appear in a string of embarrassing reality TV shows. Often inebriated, it became clear to everyone watching that she had totally lost control of her life since leaving the wrestling business. Many thought that China had reached rock bottom when she appeared on Celebrity Rehab in 2008 in a failed attempt to get sober. She briefly signed with TNA Wrestling in a gig that lasted for just two shows. Viewers suspicions that China would do absolutely anything that she was offered seemed to be confirmed when she revealed that she'd appeared in yet another adult movie that was about to hit the market. This was when TNA decided to drop her from a contract in a decision that would negatively affect any chance of China ever appearing in WWE again, even to go in the Hall of Fame, she would release a porn movie. In in which the male porn stars were dressed as WWE wrestlers, including knockoffs of Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, and Triple H. In a candid interview, Triple H was asked about the chances of China coming back into the company and entering the Hall of Fame. He said when my eight year old kid sees the Hall of Fame and goes on the internet to look at China, what comes up? I'm not criticising her lifestyle choices, it is just the fact of what it is. China left her home once again and tried to start over by becoming a teacher converting to Mormonism and living abroad in Japan to teach English as a second language for three years. She ended up having to move back to California when she ran into visa issues. Despite many efforts, China would never defeat her demons, eventually succumbing to her substance abuse issues when she was found dead in her apartment. The toxicology report determined that she died of an accidental overdose. There was a mix of alcohol, anxiety drugs... Oxycodone and a sleeping tablet found inside her. The ground that China broke as a female wrestler for all those that came after her was realized in 2019. That year's WrestleMania main event featured all women for the first time ever, and China was posthumously entered into the Hall of Fame. For Joni Laura, it was too little, too late. An unhappy life was cut short. Thanks to the business that she briefly found comfort in, there will never be another performer in wrestling like the ninth wonder of the world, China.